0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, members of Congress hope to make sure the families of those frontline workers who succumb to coronavirus are taken care of. Other members want to give an extra layer of protection to inspectors general. And federal auditors are very pleased with the Pentagon's preparations for its next round of audits. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A group of House members say death benefits should be an option for the families of essential federal workers who die from coronavirus complications. Congressman Max Rose and Jackie Spears' bill would give the families of public and private sector workers a tax-free death benefit should they pass away due to COVID-19. Benefits would go to essential workers in the public and private sectors. Members say the program would be modeled after the September 11 Victim Compensation Fund. The bill has 26 co-sponsors. House leaders introduce a bill to protect inspectors general. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details on that one. The IG Independence Act would limit the grounds a president has to remove an inspector general. Those include permanent incapacity, neglect of duty, or gross misconduct. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer introduces the bill, along with top Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee. The bill comes after President Donald Trump removed several agency IGs from their positions over the course of the coronavirus pandemic. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The federal government's top watchdog says the Defense Department is doing a better job of cooperating with its auditors. The Government Accountability Office usually tasks agency leaders to schedule a meeting within two weeks to plan its audits. DOD has had trouble with that benchmark in the past, but GAO says Pentagon officials have managed to meet that deadline for almost all of GAO's most recent audits. A new way to determine if your agency's continuous monitoring program makes the grade. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is giving agencies a way to tell how effective and complete their continuous monitoring program is. NIST releases special publication 800-173A. The new guide includes a review of strategies, policies, procedures, and operations. The program assessment evaluates the continuous monitoring structure and governance rather than its results or technologies. NIST says the assessment approach can be used as presented or as a starting point for an organization-specific methodology. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Homeland Security offers its initial thinking on what the future of its first Source 3 contract vehicle will look like. The Chief Procurement Officer and Chief Information Officer released the draft scope of requirements. DHS says it intends to issue First Source 3 as a small business set-aside with five tracks, including one for 8A companies, one for women-owned small firms, and one for service-disabled veteran-owned companies. The agency plans on holding an industry day in late July to discuss the First Source 3 strategy. Presuming the weather and systems hold up, NASA turns a new historical page tomorrow. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Wednesday afternoon's launch will feature a rocket and crew capsule entirely in private hands, Elon Musk's SpaceX. For the first time since 2011, the U.S. will launch people to the space station from U.S. soil. NASA has already used SpaceX to launch payloads to the space station. Presuming a safe return, a U.S. capsule will splash down in the ocean for the first time since the Apollo missions ended in 1972. I'm Tom Tamman. The Air Force removes its minimum height requirement for pilots in order to expand the pool of potential applicants. Previous restrictions stated that pilots needed to be between 5'4'' and 6'5''. The minimum height requirement was particularly troublesome for women, since it disqualified about 44% of them. The Air Force has found ways to help shorter pilots operate safely within cockpits by using special seats. Airmen will not need to prove their fitness to the Air Force until at least this fall. The service announces its suspending fitness testing until at least October 1st in an attempt to reduce the spread of coronavirus. Airmen scheduled to conduct their test during that suspension time will receive new test dates. The Air Force previously suspended testing until June 1st. In addition, the abdominal circumference component of the test will be put on hold until October 2021. Airmen will get a one-year waiver for that part of the test. Old and new tools are helping the Veterans Affairs Department with its coronavirus response. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has details.
1: Telework capacity at the VA is four times larger today than it was in February before the pandemic. VA had the capacity for 120,000 remote users then. Now it can support 500,000. Meantime, VA launched a new coronavirus chatbot to help veterans with their questions during the pandemic. The new bot is freeing up the phone lines for veterans who need to speak with someone to see a doctor. And a new data visualization tool is also helping the Veterans Health Administration track COVID patients, staff, personal protective equipment, and beds across the entire VA network. The tool has multiple versions for VA decision makers and the public. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network.
0: And the Census Bureau reopens offices in American Samoa, the northern Mariana Islands, Guam, and U.S. Virgin Islands. Island area census workers will resume contacting every household and conduct an in-person interview around June 1st, the same time 2020 field work will pick up in the rest of the country. The governments of those territories conduct the data collection activities, but the Census Bureau provides the funding, materials, and IT infrastructure. So far, 60% of households in the U.S. have responded to the census. You can find more information about these stories at Federal federalnewsnetwork.com search federal newscast subscribe to the federal newscast on podcast one or apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page i'm eric white